Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One thing every MMA fan loves to talk about, whether you've been watching the sport for 10 years or just 10 minutes, is who hits the hardest. Now, obviously, the majority of the answers to that question are going to be heavyweights because they're the biggest dudes. But what about at each weight class? There's been a lot of knockout artists in the 30 years this sport has been around, but today we're going to narrow this list down. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Just want to do a quick message today before we get started. If you don't know, all of our content, all our videos have been putting up on Spotify. So if you've been out and about and on the move, you've got a place to listen to all of it. So with that in mind, our new sponsor for today's video works out perfectly. We're teaming up with Raycon this holiday season to give you 15% off their everyday earbuds. So if you like listening to some of MMA's best stories, you can do it now with premium audio and the best sound isolating earbuds around. There's nothing like listening to a crowdless apex knockout on these bad boys, let me tell you. Yeah, the sound of a stiff body hitting the canvas on a Saturday night. Is it, is it just me? They're a great price and you can get them if you head over to buyraycon.com slash onpoint to get 15% off site-wide. Also, make sure you check out the brand new range of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. Basically, everything you need to upgrade your home and make sure your tech is always powered. They offer really easy returns, free shipping. There's buy now, pay later options as well. So this holiday season, get premium sound at a great price with Raycon. So all you need to do is go to buyraycon.com slash onpoint and get your 15% off across the website. Happy holidays, everyone. I'm Bailey in from MMA On Point. As always, got to shout out our MMA OP Hall of Famers. Thank you for all the support. And these, my friends, are the hardest hitting MMA fighters in every weight class. Before we get started, let's just be clear. We are focusing on people with one punch power. We're not talking about volume strikers. So that means you are not going to see Max Holloway, Dustin Poirier, Sean O'Malley, or even Yuan and Jacek on this list. Yes, they get a lot of TKOs and even some rare KOs, but they are known for their good timing, precision, or getting it done across several rounds. That all being said, let's jump into the video. Men's flyweight. Even at 125 pounds, there's been several flyweight knockout artists. The magician, John Dodson. John Lineker also spent some time at flyweight. MMA cult icon, Damasio Page, has also fought and been a champion at flyweight. But we have to go with the guy who's been doing it at the highest level and finishing guys that no one else could and doing it with just one shot. It's the God of War, Deuce Guerra, Davison Figueredo. He smashed through Morales when he just started trading with him. He hit Marco Beltran with some devastating shots that got the corner to stop the fight. He melted John Moraga. He even flashed Flatlined Alejandro Pantoja, but didn't finish him. And of course, he sent Joseph Benavidez to the Shadow Realm. His power is a massive part of his success, and he generates a hell of a lot for the flyweight division. Men's bantamweight. 
135 has sneakily become a lot of people's favorite division in MMA. They all have the speed of the flyweights, but also, on average, a lot more power. Let's start with a fun mention of Michael McDonald. Eddie Wineland has always been a favorite fighter of mine, and it's because of the speed and power he's been able to generate with his weird movement and style. Damasio Page is someone I've already mentioned as well, but he also fought at 135 and continues to hit hard and knock people out. Honestly, if you put John Lineker as your number one here, I'm not going to argue with you. Did you see what he did to Bibiano Fernandez? Well, I have to give it to Kid Yamamoto, who was one of the most explosive bantamweights of all time. He also had one-shot knockout power. We saw that in the Hoyler Gracie fight. And in Dream against the likes of Federico Lopez, he even managed to drop and finish Genki Sudo. Even in K1, he was collapsing guys with just one punch. 13 knockouts, six of them being straight KOs, is pretty hard to argue with, especially because a lot of them were guys who fought well above 135 pounds. He also happens to have the fastest KO ever recorded in MMA history to go along with that, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Killer B Kid Yamamoto. Rest in peace. Men's featherweight. Right here, the hardest hitting 145 pound, the real hardest hitting 145 right here. With Jeremy Stevens, a guy who might not have had the best UFC career, but certainly had one of the longest, he cold clocked much of his competition. But what about someone like Chad Mendes. At the same time, obviously Conor McGregor deserves a mention for his ability to drop people at seemingly the lightest touch. How about Josh Emmett? That man hits seriously hard, but I'm going to go with a guy who's been knocking out fighters with one punch for about 12 years, and that's something I can't say about everyone else I've just mentioned, and that man is Patricio Pitbull. If you've not seen the amount of power this man could generate at 145, and even at 155, then you've just missed out. He's put multiple opponents out cold with one punch. His left hook is dangerous. It was on full display in the Diego Nunes KO, as well as the comeback KO against Daniel Weishel. Absolutely. But Weishel trying to make the most of it, landing with, oh my God! He also TKO'd Michael Chandler at lightweight when he won the Bellator title. He annihilated Pedro Carvalho. TKO after KO, year after year. Pitbull might not have been doing it in the UFC, but he's shown he probably hits harder than any 145er to ever do it. Men's lightweight. Ever since BJ Penn, the 155-pound division has been full of stars and entertaining fighters. Many have come and gone, and a whole bunch of them hit really fucking hard. Gomi hit really hard, okay? Including the fastest KO ever in the promotion over Half Gracie in just six seconds. Melvin Gallard, although a little inconsistent, his power definitely wasn't. Long has Michael Johnson been hailed as one of the most powerful strikers in the lightweight division. Conor McGregor, again, probably deserves a mention. Michael Chandler joined the UFC and immediately showed how much power he can generate, but I don't think anyone would disagree when we put Justin Gaethje at number one, especially because he's beaten a couple of these other guys. We first saw it in the World Series of Fighting against Joe Lozon's brother, Dan. Then he smashed through Nick Newell, and eventually got to the UFC, where he went to war slugging out before scoring several one-shot KOs. But it wasn't until his fight with Tony Ferguson where we actually got to hear the smacking of his punches, and most people realized just how much power Justin generates. Men's welterweight. The amount of carnage someone like Robbie Lawler enacted on the welterweight and middleweight division across his career cannot be understated. Of course, the immortal Matt Brown has the most knockouts in UFC history at welterweight. When Rumble Johnson could make 170, he was a monster. But I will say his power was way more effective at light heavyweight. Paul Daly, one of the most powerful weapons to ever grace the welterweight division. Usman also showed some serious knockout power when he put down Burns with just his jab. And what about Johnny Hendricks, who literally sent people flying with his punches? You might not like it, but we're locking in Tyron Woodley at number one. Wait, didn't he have a bunch of boring decisions? Well, when you really look at it, it's pretty undeniable. He put Robbie Lawler away in the midst of his prime with just one shot. Stop the hype train of Darren Till, starting with 
one shot. But even in some of his quote-unquote boring fights, he nearly ended Stephen Thompson on two separate occasions. But this was also true for the KOs people haven't seen. Early on in his career, he was always doing this. It all started with the Andre Galvao KO in Strike Force. Then he absolutely flatlined Jay Heron in his UFC debut, demolished poor Josh Koscheck. He was always looking for that one-hitter quitter, and while he was in his prime, he often found it. Men's middleweight. Yoel Romero is probably a good place to start. I've always been a fan of Chris Lieben as well. When Thiago Santos was at middleweight, he had devastating power. Paulo Costa's also been able to march down many of his opponents. Alex Pereira, he's obviously got inhuman knockout power. Over and out! That's the power. Holy. It's just unfortunate he's not had that many fights in MMA to show it. Man, was this hard to narrow down? Dan Henderson literally might have the best KO in UFC history over Bisping and a ton of others. But I really have to go with another man who generates an atomic bomb level of power, 185 pounds, and that was Melvin freaking Manhoof. You can't argue with the fact that he was able to knock out Mark Hunt at heavyweight, a guy that has taken head kicks from Krokop and got up like it was nothing. Melvin Manhoof knocked him out cold. And sure, I'm not going to say he's done that against the highest level of competition every time. Melvin with a big left, and a right, and a left, and a right. He sinks tribal. Anytime he's touched someone's chin, even heavyweights, he pretty much has always managed to put them unconscious. And this stat is probably the most solidifying of all. The guy has 32 wins, and 29 of them are KOTKOs. How ridiculous is that? Men's light heavyweight. Let's start with Chuck Liddell, racking up the longest knockout streak in UFC history. We also can't forget about his training partner, Glover Teixeira. Glover could really crack. We also have to, once again, give Dan Henderson a mention. Gotta give a special mention to the Englishman, Jimmy Manoa. Also, a quick shout-out to Tyron Spong. But I think no surprises here when we go with Anthony Rumble Johnson, a guy whose power could rival any heavyweight on the planet. I mean, who can forget him literally breaking Arlovsky's jaw at heavyweight? Good exchange from both into the canvas. Oh. He tied Anderson Silva's record for the most knockouts in the UFC, and for a while there, he pretty much only had to touch people one time, and the fight would be over. His KOs of Little Nog, Ryan Bader, Alexander Gustafsson, and Glover Teixeira are absolutely legendary, and he has nine first-round knockouts in the UFC. That's without counting the numerous people he knocked out in the gym, according to Rashad Evans, and even DC said after their fight he hits harder than anyone else on the planet, and he just spent a lot of his time at heavyweight as well. Rumble Johnson, absolute machine, rest in peace. All right, before we go into heavyweight, let's quickly talk about the women's divisions here because, I mean, 115 and 125 don't have a ton of KO artists, and let's face it, women's 135 and 45 are almost entirely the same fighters. At women's strawweight, it's honestly pretty rare to see a knockout. I mean, even a TKO. Most girls just have one on their record in the UFC. The two girls tied for first place with the UFC record have just three KO TKOs, and that's Jessica Andrade and Amanda Lemos. But there honestly isn't too much up for discussion here. The hardest hitter at 115 is, without a doubt, Jessica Andrade. She's one of the only girls to actually knock out someone clean with just one punch. And honestly, that's true of her at 125 as well. Joanna has mostly accumulative finishes. Same with Wei Li, outside of, ironically, KOing Joanna. There just isn't that much competition for Andrade. At 135 and 45, there's only really three women to mention. Jermaine Durandamy, Chris Cyborg, and of course, Amanda Nunes. In this case, it's just hard to argue against the GOAT. Nunes has always carried incredible power that's just seemed way ahead of anyone. She melted Misha Tate and Ronda Rousey, TKO GDR when they first fought, of course, outpowered Cyborg, and those are the only other two women you could really consider against her. Without a doubt, the Lioness is the hardest-hitting woman of all time. Now, on to the heavyweights. 
Got to start with my man, Mark Hunt, the K1 walk-off KO artist. While we're talking about old-school fighters as well, we have to give a shout-out to Igor Vovchanshin. The guy has 41 KO TKOs on his record. Junior Dos Santos also has to get a mention. But we'd also be pretty hard-pressed not to mention Derek Lewis. Kind of hard to argue against a guy who has the most knockouts in UFC history. More recently, you, of course, had Sergei Pavlovich, who doesn't always look like he's throwing that hard, but he's completely flatlined so many other heavyweights. And you simply can't argue with six consecutive first-round knockouts in the UFC. Unless you're bloody Shane Carwin, the guy with the biggest hands in MMA history, he went 12-0 and all of them were first round knockouts. And while Carwin might have the biggest fists in UFC history, Ngannou obviously has the hardest punch ever recorded in history. By the way, who else have they even measured for this? But of course, the Alistair Overeem knockout is by far his most famous because it's absolutely sensational and he sent that man flying through the air. But he also KO'd Andrei Olovsky, Curtis Blades, Cain Velasquez and of course Stipe Miocic and many others with his absolutely otherworldly power. You simply cannot get hit by this guy or you are going down. And even perhaps the greatest heavyweight boxer of our generation, Tyson Fury, found out about that. All right, everybody, hope you enjoyed that today. Who doesn't want to take a look at some of the hardest punches in the history of the sport? I get it. You might not have agreed with me on who I put as number one in each category. I mean, it's it's objective. It's objective. I want to give a shout out to the editor of this video as well, Luke Taylor. Appreciate you, mate. Thank you for getting through this one. You can go check him out at cool to me underscore on his socials have a look at the stuff he does give him a thank you because he deserves it as always got to give a shout out to you channel champions out there thank you for becoming members here at mma on point and supporting our content we appreciate you you can join them if you want as well all you got to do is click the link in the description or click the join button down below leave us a comment let me know what you thought give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed the video and if you want to see more from us you can always hit subscribe as well get notified when we're making more videos i will see you in the next one